Yo, what's up? This is Flex Alexander. It's your man Carl Payne. And you're listening to the Eminem and Eminem show. Mm, okay. <laughs> Did I say too many M's? <laughs> what's going on, world? Your man, Mr. Mac. And I'm Crystal Events. This is the Eminem and M show, a.k.a. the... Okay. Show coming to you live and direct with a woman who crosses more borders than... Uh, Sheesh, none of that, none of that's going to work out. Nothing I was about to say is going to work out. All Who can't cross is- certain borders anymore? This is my best friend from across the pond. Um, this is Nevis. This is my best friend. She's tattooed on my ribs. Introduce yourself so the people know. But you just lying. did that. Yeah, you ruined it completely. Last no, time I, I put you in charge. Okay. Hey, could you introduce yourself so folks know that I'm not lying? Of course, Never. of course. Hi, my name is Nevis. Thank you so much to be on your show. And most definitely, Crystal is my best friend. We've known each other for... 13 years now, right? Yeah. I moved to the city. I moved to New York 14 years ago, so we met definitely. Right, right. And I moved 13 years ago, so that's how we met. And uh, yeah, thank you for to be on this show. I think it's an amazing show that you guys have. Always interesting to listen to you. Hey. Happy yeah. And you're, you're calling us from Switzerland, right? Yes. Right. yes. What, what time is it over there? I asked the most touristy, nerdy question ever. What that's time is right. it? It's 8 p.m. and it's not Sweden, it's Switzerland. <laughs> Which a lot, a of, lot of people see. Yo, it is the craziest thing how Americans, and I'm not talking, yeah, I'm talking shit about Americans. We are not taught some basic things that I think the rest of the world just generally knows. Like just mm-hmm. basic geography. Right, but at the same time, if you ask me for any state and like the main capital and where exactly it is, I about annoyed a little bit but i can't tell you every single one probably because it's just it's just america the usa right but we have different countries because uh-huh. you is the nation so yeah. right i mean i guess size wise like i mean people in america are like lithuania what like you know what i mean like there's places that they have not heard of i mean right. there's politicians that think africa's a country you see what right. i'm saying that and type of really really wrong i mean education. some politicians don't even know which state in the United States. <laughs> That's, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> there, we just got finished talking about one that doesn't live in, like he's the congressman for a state that he doesn't live in. He he moved, he's never. I thought that was not legal. I mean, there's a lot of No, he 100% does not live in the state that he represents. He's smooth right. moved. Well, Immediately. Uh, we're actually, we were just <laughs> talking about, about police. I mean, there's lots of things to talk about about police, but um, about how if you have never lived in a city and you police intercity and you live in the suburb and like your perspective on like other races is all the way off and you can say it's not your fault until you know like when you're a kid but at some point it's your fault for not having like influence access or you know like just being around other colors and much less working at a violent job amongst other colors and have no personal experience like you don't live in the city you don't have you don't know the people you just go in there to police them mm-hmm. I definitely have experienced that um i mean when i was uh, locked up you you, yeah. you cross race with a little bit different type of people like maybe they have never left brooklyn they have never left the bronx not even to manhattan so it's like they may be comfortable there but it's just i feel like with the internet and everything you should educate yourself a little bit just in general oh. going on in the world but well, actually, speaking of, some of our listeners don't know your uh, your personal history. <laughs> like, yeah, so when I was locked up, so you moved to the to the states to do what? Like, what was the plan? Start well, there. first I was um, I, I graduated in Switzerland and I had opportunity to sell watches in New York um, because I already sold watches over here during college. There was, was actually hustling. 
She was already hustling. Yes. I'm, I'm a salesperson, I guess. And um, <laughs> <laughs> what happened is the company moved uh, after a few months to uh, Hong Kong and that was just not my interest. So I already was in love with New York. I'm like, I want to mm-hmm. stay in New York because coming from Switzerland, you always see America in the TVs and the music and you just think that's the best country in the world, which uh-huh. I'm not denying. I'm just saying when you live there, it's going to be different. It's just like vacation. If you go somewhere, yeah. oh, I want to live here. But then when you live there, you see the other problems. So um, but I was 20 years old. And uh, since the company moved, I'm like, well, but I want to stay here. So I started working at a gentleman's club to, to, yeah. <laughs> to and I have what I do. <laughs> right. And, and your, English, your English was, it was yeah. like what, it was what you had learned from like, what did you, what was her quote? What was your, no, what was your favorite quote? <laughs> Where the cash at? Where the cash at? <laughs> That's the first sentence. <laughs> That's the first sentence. No, but before you before you continue, what is the native language that you speak? Uh, German, Swiss German, actually. You're a German. Specific you're German. you're German. No, no, Wait, um, specific. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, let yeah. her answer. <laughs> That's what I said. So basically, there's Germany and they speak German, but it's like a high German. And then you have Switzerland, which we speak French, Italian and German, but Swiss German, which is like a dialect. But from the dialect, you have another 25 dialects. And there's a fourth language, which is like a little bit a mountain language. It's called um, Romansch which really 20,000 people in the whole world can maybe talk. And uh, I'm just from the German part, which is called um, uh, East Switzerland. But now I live in Zurich, which is basically the biggest city in in Switzerland. But it's still German. You wonder why us Americans, Crystal, can't keep it straight. Did you hear all that just now? It's like 40. She just rattled off like 82 languages for no reason between like five places. Right. And also, and also, though, I cannot be like honest. So once you get to know somebody and you know the the facts that they tell you, you think it's common knowledge. You forget right. that it's not common knowledge. I've known her for so long that these are just obvious things about Switzerland. Like anybody that doesn't know that about Switzerland is dumb. Yeah, right, well, I'm, I'm dumb. I'm, I'm, I'm be- totally dumb. I'm I had no idea about Switzerland. I'm totally dumb. Right, but I'm being a jerk. But I'm saying, like, for example, when I would come across new artists, we have a funny story about Talib, who was on our show. About right. somebody told us that he was going to introduce us to Talib, introduced us to a guy, and we're like, okay, that's Talib. It was not Talib. The guy was not Talib. He, he got us shots and was like hitting on us and all this crap, wearing red leather pants, but we didn't know crap. Now that I know who and what Talib looks like and is and, and whatever, this is also 10 years ago, also, this is early. All right. Um, now I know Talib would never wear red leather pants and order, order us <laughs> sticky Patron shots, but you know what I mean? When you, we didn't know, so you didn't know, but now it's common knowledge. Right, anyway, right. continue. Chris, take your earrings off. They're hitting your mic a lot. Uh, I, like I know they're really, really dope, but they're yeah, they're okay. killing it. Oh well, that's not a look at all. That's just that's, that's f you. That that, like, that last one wasn't okay. a look. There uh, you go. Yeah, you want to just off. rock with one of them in? I'm rocking with one. Okay. Right. Anyway, well, yes. So, so Switzerland. Um. I mean, Switzerland is, is one of the richest countries. Uh, we are neutral. We're not even part of the EU. It's like Canada, um, Canada and Switzerland. We're it, like, hey. Right, right. So what I have to say, uh, education is great. So it, it wasn't like I came to the States because I was looking for, because I, I came from like a poorer country. It's just I, mm-hmm. I love everything I saw from TV and I wanted to be a video girl, an actress like everyone wants to be, right? Okay. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> I made my way over there and uh, like I said, the gentleman's club was really just for like three months, maybe. Um, and that's actually where I met her. Right, right. I was watching. Right, so uh, she was a bartender there and, and she was so kind, actually she took me out and, and we became friends like that. She taught me a lot of English. 
Um, oh, well, you okay. just gotta talk to people, you know. And uh, that was basically just my my startup money, um, and, and I was trying to figure out what to do. But I had a lot of motivation. Uh, my goal was to be to become rich, um, and maybe be like in the entertainment industry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, as I as I got there, um, I, I met different people, and then I met a girl. She had this little escort situation going on. Um, so she had girls from Backpage. Younger girls, not not underage girls, just younger girls that you know maybe just want to make some money from college and stuff. But it was like cheap ads, you know, like like cheaper type ads. So mm-hmm. I was thinking, well, I don't want to do cheap shit. Let me find some different type of girls, go out and network. So I started going out. Well, also, network. the gen- also the gentlemen's club. Didn't you say like any any? You, I mean, I'm putting words in your mouth. Forgive me because she's my friend, and I'm just. I remember some of these stories. I remember that like you would try to. to get anything done like even like encourage girls to the back room or this or that and then the guys would take like 80 percent of, of it or or, yeah. or just rob you blind like he did and that's how i got fired how can you do, yeah how can you do business in an operation where they Wait, literally they just ho- hoping that you're dumb hold on hold on one second let me let me make sure i get this yeah. correct so what was your role in the gentleman's club initially when you got there were you hired to like bartend or or were you dancing no, what i was a dancer i was a dancer. okay so as a dancer, as a yeah. dancer, you saw some of the politics that was happening with the other girls in the club and right. you took it upon yourself to kind of unionize the situation. <laughs> yeah, I just thought it was upon a potential, like even for myself, I got robbed blind in there from the managers. Uh, you know, I get tips. They would just take the tips and give me maybe 10% and, and all this weird stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, well, you make an arrangement for the back room. Like, okay, fine. I'll go back there for X amount. And then the right. manager takes it all. It was right. your it was your negotiation right and the thing but is they- I, I fought with him but then he said i'm gonna call immigration on you so i let that go because i'm like eh. <laughs> that's oh so that's funny. foul yeah because that's what they do right um but the good thing is i learned so much and my english became better and better and better which uh crystal can can tell as well like with the time you just you talk every day you talk to people and that's uh, the best way to learn language right so right and, and my that came with me from Switzerland, she was a working girl. Um, and she, we kind of had this idea to bring girls in from Europe on a tourist visa and they would work. We just had to get the clients and, and understand everything. And the one girl that already was doing the ads, she explained to me how to do it. I just did it in a different way. I figured it out somehow. And uh, yeah, so with time, after you network and network, you get, get better clients and then you have pretty girls. It just started to work out. And after like nine months, I was pretty well established um, in terms of apartments that I can pay cash that no one can get in. <laughs> Um, and it was Airbnb very soon so but but it was I was let's say I was very fair to the girls there was high-end prices um everyone got paid everyone was taken care of so so that way it wasn't like something that someone had to work for me or with me not at all you can come and go as as you please you know but it's just it was a good business and back then it was 2008 around that time uh, everyone would say oh there's a crash with with the course but it wasn't for 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 that business it was amazing actually (laughs) The money that they were spent. Depressed men really needed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, it's it's so crazy to me. Was this happening in New York? Yeah. It's so it, nuts to me how this is legal in one state and super illegal someplace else. Right. In New, like New York, it's totally illegal. You go to Vegas, they have the Bunny Ranch, and I mean right. not Vegas, but Nevada, they have oh. the Bunny Ranch. You travel right outside of Vegas, and no one asked me how I know that, but it's a fact, and it's totally legal. 
and no one has well, a problem. If with anybody it. followed yeah. the Lamar Odom story, found out about the Bunny Ranch. I mean, well, he definitely found out, and he didn't have to follow his story. He made his story. So, I mean, like, but it's 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 ridiculous to me that, how one place. It. Yeah, it's ridiculous to me how in one place something can be completely cool, and then someplace else, it right. can be something so bad that if you right. get caught doing it, you're deported and banned from the country for life. Meanwhile, there's another person doing it all day, every day as his only business. And he doesn't risk, he doesn't fear anything right. happening to him at all. Right. But I mean, it's always a question. Everyone has a different um, way how they feel about it. But I mean, first of all, I'm absolutely against sex trafficking. I'm against women have to do anything. I'm against pimps. I'm against like all these things that just violent. Like and passports and all that kind of right. Right. But what I feel like if a woman wants to do that job, um, she should be able to do it on her own terms and mm -hmm. and get some protection. And that's just how it is here in Switzerland. It's completely legal, right? I mean, you have to pay taxes on it. Um, and the police... Like all legal things. Right? Right. right. Tax by pussy. <laughs> like all legal things. Anything legal gets taxed. Right, right. And, and, and I feel like why can't a woman make that own decision? Because it's happening anyway, right? Why not just doing it in, in somehow a protective way? And then again, a lot of women feel like oh this is so disgusting and whatever each his own thing right but a lot of people they, they want someone to talk to go to dinner with maybe you know it's not always or, the same thing or so straight or strange interests we were talking about like i mean i asked my friend last night i said how do you feel about little people like it was just a whole conversation it was just a weird <laughs> right? and, I said, and i honestly want to say because i think like i was looking at a page and i was like this is an adult woman she deserves a sex life but who and what she looks like is mm -hmm. fetish so like how and where and and if that's your thing or if or if feet is your thing or if whatever else is your thing and nobody really gets it you can go someplace and they at least pretend to get it <laughs> all right yeah so i mean that's just my opinion but i feel like everyone should have their own um but it's just not going to stop the business because I, I don't think you mean imagine from from anything that has to do with sex that it has to do with money or some sort of exchange will be stopped today. What will happen to the world? <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, oh, a lot, a lot more wars, a lot more three, angry four, people. Five. Okay, right. yeah. People totally so, fighting just, all the time. I, I don't. It would just I, listen, go underground. It would just go underground. Anything yeah, that you make I, illegal just goes underground. Anyway. Which is which is what she's saying is where it is now, depending on where you go. Which is why I think it's super corny. Because okay, my opinion, I we we can't have it in society both ways. We can't tell a woman, your body, your choice. It's 100% up to you. Whatever you do with your body is completely your business. And we're not going to body shame you. And we're not going to slut shame you. We can't say that stuff and then turn around and tell her, but you're not allowed to use it for money. Right. Like that, that that's, doesn't that's make any point. sense. That's, yeah. that's too, like, that's so hypocritical and so ridiculous. Like even... Even in situations like the the Weinstein setup, the Harvey right. Weinstein setup, he used his power to get what he wants, right? Right. I don't know anyone who doesn't do that. I don't know anyone in a position of power or influence who doesn't use it to get what they want somehow, some way. And it really, we really only get upset because of what he wants. He wants sex. He wants attention from women. Right. Like most powerful men do, but most yeah. unpowerful men do. Like men, a, a ton and of men. Attention for women. From women, right. right. Yeah. Now, here, here's the issue. 
if he said, hey, you sleep with me and I'll get you in a movie, and then that woman slept with him, and he put her in a movie, and she made money and she was successful and it started her career. Transaction done. Yeah, and she's not going to be upset. What I notice a lot of is what I what my father used to say, you were in on the heist, you just didn't like your cut. I notice women, yeah. I notice people who go through with it, and then because they didn't get what they wanted or didn't feel the way they thought it would or because they have some kind of buyer's remorse it now becomes the fault of the seller right. and that's that's when i i kind of start like wait a minute i'm pretty sure you knew that sleeping with this pudgy wrinkly white guy oh, yeah yeah wasn't like a sexually appealing thing to you i think you knew what it you were going to get out of it right it was something you were hoping to get out of it right like, and now plug, the question plug is your nose and go underwater anyway the question <laughs> is did you the question is did you like right. I, okay i eat vegetables constantly including the ones that i don't necessarily care for but i know it's going to be good for me so i may hold my nose and go ahead and do the thing but I, I dig what happens after the fact. Now, I don't like the taste of it, but I understand that this is what's necessary to do. In my business, there's people health, I need to right, talk right. to. Right. In my business, there's people I need to talk to to make money. I don't necessarily like these people. Some of them I think are arrogant, obnoxious, loud, dumb. But here I am dealing with them all day, every day, because this is what the business entails. Mm -hmm. It's not for me to say... I made money and I got what I asked for, but now I'm pissed off because I wanted it to be something else than what I signed up for. Okay, the I, difference, I, go ahead, go ahead. Um, I don't know if you guys saw the movie Bombshell, it's about the I Fox. Just watched it again. Right, right, and, and, and but not. there I kind of can't understand it because now you work hard for your career and you do everything and, and you deserve that position, but you're not getting it because you're not sleeping with the boss. That is kind of like something- That's something foul. That's right. Because right. he's using his influence to put people on, but using it to block, to block yeah. people's success and to make them just generally feel like men don't walk around. And I don't know if this is true. I'm saying this from my perspective. Men don't walk around like hoping their bulge doesn't show. They're, you know, their penis doesn't show through their pants because they're going to either get uncomfortable in, you know, attention or they're going to be. I'm penalized for it. Oh, sorry. That's a bad joke. But, <laughs> but the gray sweatpants uh, saga. <laughs> the gray sweatpants. What you looking like a hoe for? Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't... Having to walk around and every part of you, front, back, upper body, lower body, every part of you is then used against or for. or And even when you when it's for, when people are flirting with you, it feels good until you realize... Like we, Most people like attention. It feels right. good until it's from the wrong person or until they won't listen to you. My eyes are up here or listen to what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Like it's, yeah, we like being pretty. Guys like looking good. We all like looking good and being, you know, thought of as good looking until it takes away from the substance or the the goal, which is a lot of people's goal in is, um, is respect. respect. If that's, and, and if that's your goal. If that's well, I think goal. most people want to feel respected on something. Even if you want the f the fluffy attributes, like the fluffy, like oh, she got a great ass, right? Mm. But does she want to only be known for her ass? I right. think there's a lot of people that pretend that's okay or that's enough. Instagram types or girls that get them done or whatever, they pretend that's enough. 
do they really want a family and kids at some point or at least to be respected? I think a lot of them do, but they're going to pretend that they don't because this is what they signed up for and they don't think they'll ever get it. Well, okay, I, I agree with you on, on one part. Okay. The only challenge I have is I've met a lot of women who, in strip clubs who mm -hmm. share the same mentality I do, right? I've noticed the women in strip clubs nine times out of 10 are not looking for respect of the patrons in the strip club because a lot of them don't respect the patrons who show up in the first place. Right. I've noticed there are a lot of dancers who look down on the, on the gentlemen who on a gentleman who show right. up Ugh, like you nasty. What you doing here? You can't get it for free. You got to come in here and pay for it. I don't respect him. So in that way, they don't right. want the respect of right. He's just money back people. Right. Come in here. Let's use him. Send him I back. personally don't care about being respected by people who I am indifferent towards. Mm -hmm. There's a handful of people who I would like some respect from. I think. If you didn't respect me, I'd feel some kind of way, Crystal. And because this is a friend of yours and I know you, through your merit, I would also have an issue if she told me she, if, if Neves told me, am I saying your name right, Neves? Nevis. Nevis. If, if Nevis told me she didn't respect me, I'd also be like, oh man, why? Like, what did I do? What, what happened? Right, right. I'd be a little concerned. But there are tons of people who, if they said, I got no respect for Mecca. Okay, and? Why are you even telling me? Like, I, why, If you don't respect me, why are you even mentioning it? Because I I don't care. You, you can't think that I care. I don't even that's like, like that, you. That's like that meme. Oh, you don't like me? <laughs> I don't even know who you are. Oh. <laughs> I, I think as long as you're doing something in life, people will hate on you, and that's maybe the reason they don't respect you. If there's no reason why someone shouldn't respect you, then they have no reason. So it's just something that they that's hate on. jealousy or, or, yeah, that's hater. And, and, Yep. Oh, I was explaining to to our my friend Maya um, my definition of a hater. I said, not liking somebody isn't being a hater. If you have a valid reason or if you just don't, I mean, it's valid to you. Become, being a hater is when you try to like round up people or tell other people or, or collect people to not like you for unbased, unbiased, unbased reasons, right? Like if I have a bad experience with a celebrity and mm, I see her picture and I'm like, man, I don't like that one. But if I like go around telling people that story to get them to not like her, mm -hmm. it could have been a bad moment. And I know enough celebrities to know that a bad moment shouldn't define you. Right. Some people love my man and will sing his praises. And one bad experience, and people will be like, "Yo, is that guy? He's a dick." I'm like, okay. yeah, 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 but people just like to talk because they want to bring up something. But I'm saying, like, since you're involved, the yeah. now, like, hate her. Um, yeah. Because your insecurities about it, yeah. I mean, since my book is out, I had a bunch of interviews and things are going well. I have plenty of people making crazy comments and it's always a fake account and stuff. And I really don't care. But Crystal knows me. I don't care either way. If I feel like I'm doing something wrong, though, and you can correct me on it, mm -hmm. I will definitely make sure that I can correct myself, uh, even if it's someone that I don't know. Because maybe they see something that I don't see and I can learn from it. But if you just come and insult, 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 hate on me, then I know I'm doing everything perfect. <laughs> like, I mean, right. otherwise, I mean, who takes the time out of their life to come and insult someone? But that's the internet, you know? So, so I'm just not taking it too serious in that sense. Well, um, also, even before the pandemic, um, people were wasting their time. Now we have a lot more time right. to waste. Yeah. And a lot more stress to take out. And like, where's the punching bag? So you become, the internet becomes the punching bag. Right. Yeah. Um, Stuff. But what did when you first? I mean, at what point? And I've I don't think I've ever asked you this. It's like as a friend, almost. I'm curious. Um, 
by doing something, even at that young age, that coming to America sounds great. I'm going to be a star. Great. But right. immediately becoming a, a, a dancer, an exotic dancer, mm-hmm. you're already doing something that people judge. At right. what point do you either ignore or get over judgment? Because when I was young, it hurt a lot more. Like being bullied as a young person hurts a lot more than as an adult. I'm like, oh, you care? You think I care? <laughs> what do you think? Oh, my hair isn't feminine enough for you? Sorry. Right? I mean, it's it, it's self-confidence as well. And and you grow and you're going to have more of that. And you're going to learn about your own mistakes or the way you want to change how people look at you. But as you know me, I really don't care. Unless did you I- ever? Did, uh, did you ever? No. <laughs> but unless, unless I'm offending somebody, but if I go and work at a, at a gentleman's club and I make my money to go do more with myself and my life and I'm okay with it, right. um, why is someone else not okay with it? So, and, and I don't, but in return, I don't judge people either. Um, I, I had a moment one, uh, at one time in my life that I felt like I judged another female for something and then I had to think about myself. I'm like, Am I anyone to judge anyone? No, as long as it doesn't involve hurting people um, or, or messing up lives or stuff like that. Then, and the same with the escort service. Let's be real. I'm not making no one doing anything. But if you feel right. like you can do it and I see you go in the wrong direction, I will cut, cut, cut you off and or I will help you to, to get on the right path. I'm not Model Teresa, no. It's, it's of course a business that is not really accepted. That it's, it's called dirty and all that stuff. And I'm not proud of everything I did. I can't say that, no. But it has brought me to the point where I'm at right now. And right now I can say, I'm, I'm proud. I can say whatever I do, I have good intentions. I'm moving forward in my life and, and I help other people. So what about- I made a book for the story, yeah. Yeah. So you were saying you don't make people do, you didn't and don't make people do anything that they, they don't want to do. Um, that's an excuse. Uh, just forgive me. I'm going to play devil's advocate. That's an excuse a lot of drug dealers use because you were also selling and that's what you actually got arrested for. Because um, it was there was the escort business and then there was small amounts of cocaine and then it became bigger amounts and then there was right. the big deal. Right. Right. Um, which, I mean, I'm going to plug it for the new movie coming out at some point. <laughs> um, we'll, we'll tell the whole story. But um, that's a, a lot of drug dealers' excuse is like they were going to buy it from somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, but selling selling a substance that does hurt people's health or mentality or people that might be desperate or, or people, you know, we can go to the escort side of things, men that are married and, and just looking for an escape or cheating. Like, how do you rationalize or explain to people that might not understand or might feel like that. And, and there's another side. I mean, of course, if, if my, let's say, if, if a friend of mine has a husband that keeps calling escort service and does drugs and stuff, I can't say I didn't do that because I have sold drugs and I have had girls working, right? So, so I understand you by that way and I don't have an excuse for it. Um, I would just say it's business. Which is, is not an excuse. It's just that's how you make money. And I saw the money in the Wall Street. Mm-hmm. It was, it was just intense. It was always requested. Hey, can we have some this and some that? Because it just goes together. Prostitution and drugs kind of goes together. Um, yeah, and, and I just saw a, a way to make business. And um, but, but I, I can't say it's, it's, it's not an excuse. But I, I wouldn't go to people and say, Hey, try this or do this or get this right. girl. It's, 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 they're coming to me. But I understand what you're saying. Mm-hmm. On the other side, I'm the one providing it. Yeah. Right. Well, and also, I mean, I, this is actually a funny story. I don't know if he's listening. A friend of mine sent me a screenshot was 
it was like a, a page of, of, it was a fashion something. He was sending me like a, something he wanted to buy. And he's like, what do you think of this? I go, what I think is that you have eight porn tabs open on the top of your screen that you just sent me. <laughs> I was it was really funny, but I was like, listen, I didn't, I didn't think or not think that you do or don't watch porn, but damn son, like you got eight tabs open and that didn't think it. anything of it. Took a whole picture of your screen and right either this is common knowledge or right. no shame or you just really overlooked it but people are going to find whatever their thing is right, right? right. your thing is looking at the biggest asses or or you know double this and you know whatever you're going to find it and therefore i guess i mean because i've tried to rationalize too um the business and they're like oh your friend is a madam and i was like yo and i know some of the girls and they're great girls and they live regular lives too like they right. actually exist when they're not sucking somebody's for money. Like they actually have a life, and some right. of them are great and, girls. And a uh, lot of they, and they, I say they, girls, young women. Like yeah. Well, I mean, these are not like another like kind of double standard, right? Um, let's say a girl is in college or she wants to open a business or whatever she wants to do with the money that brings her further, not just buying bags and shoes. Because I was, yeah. I was, or send money home to. Right, where they have to spend it. Yeah, or they have kids um, that they want to support. If someone has a boyfriend or a sugar daddy or goes on a vacation for a handbag, it's not the same, but it's kind of like you're still doing something that you're doing for something. And then again, there's women who get married for money or like, you know, to someone that's rich to take care of them. So it's, of course, not exactly the same, but it's kind of transactional. It's a little transactional. Yeah, exactly. So I just feel like no one should judge nobody. I always told my girls um, two years, two, three years, save your money, have other men buy you shoes and bags. I mean, you should you should know how to get that done. That's just my opinion in that sense. yeah, make the I most don't, out I of that. I don't think anybody should have a problem with being used, especially since we all use each other. Um, right. The problem is well, being misused. That's the issue. When you're lying to someone about why this is happening or, or what's happening, there we, then we have a problem. I don't think there should be any, if I'm keeping it a thousand, I don't really think there should be any problem with drug dealers in general. I think you should be able to sell someone what they really want. And mm-hmm they're going to get it from somebody is a very valid reason because it, it's it's basically saying just because I don't sell this person what they want doesn't mean they're not going to find a way to get it or they're going to be instantly cured. And it's not my responsibility to safeguard this person's health. For all I know, they're fully functioning cokeheads and this could be the thing that they do that gets them over the top. So mm-hmm. I don't judge anybody for doing now. Will I trust my finances in the hands of a cokehead? Probably not. So I'd like to know that you do coke early so I know not to leave any money with you because your habit may get the best of you. Right? Um, On a lunch break, you might go find your dealer. Right. If you're, if you're a... Just <laughs> so run out and get a sushi and you came back with what? <laughs> yeah. If, if you're a nymphomaniac, should I leave my money with you? No, because... Nevis might be somewhere around here and might, you know, just pop up on a billboard and he might run off with my money and I won't see him for like a week. And then he comes back completely happy and, you know, 10 pounds lighter and Nevis pulls up in a car that I paid for. So, you know, circle of life. No, <laughs> if, if, if we're, no, being, if, if we're being honest about this, like okay. from all the, from all the strippers that I've dated, from all the, from, from like the porn star I dated, from like the, the women that I've known who I had no reason to judge, who turned out to be excellent people. Right. 
there, there, there is no getting around the fact that people want what they want and determining, determining it illegal or legal. Immoral or immoral. Or, or immoral really doesn't change the fact that now, where I draw the line, if you're hurting someone else, if you're hurting someone else to do what you want to do or take or or overly taking advantage, i.e. if there are children or minors or people who are really not really can't consent. Oh. Now I have an issue. But outside of that, fully grown adults deciding what they want to do with their money and their bodies. I really don't think that's anybody's business. It shouldn't be anybody's worry. Right. Well, I have a question. There's also different ages in different places. Of, of legality and and um, maturity, and it's it's like the le- the legality of it. Oftentimes, I think coincides with how um, how a culture is. Like you grow up faster in Europe for various reasons, yeah. and the age of consent, I believe, is lower. Yes, but the age of prostitution consent is eighteen. Okay. Oh, we'll see. Then is that right? So, but if you're but for just consensual sex, what is it? Fourteen. Fourteen. Yikes. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not gonna say it's paradise. uh, And the crazy thing is too, like I mean, I was working in music as well. I did bookings and stuff like that. And the crazy thing is, a lot of people pointing maybe fingers on a particular person right now that's out there and has some issues with you know younger girls or whatever. But a lot of them are like that because in Europe it's legal, and a lot of them go over there and they have these young young girls. They might don't ask the question, "How old are you?" But they know. And it's like I said. Unfortunately, it's like that. You're supposed to be not older than 18, but let's say a 14-year-old has sex with a man that's 35 or 30. You can go to the police or whatever, but there's nothing really happening. There's something that's really behind over here. Because if you 14-year-old girl, a man can easily influence you for whatever. You're going to fall for it. And that's that's the problem I have. Right. That and that's is. right. If your if your boss if your boss is trying to influence you to some extent and your adult adult like your brain should be formed enough to know this isn't right I can either go to HR I can either risk losing the job but this is kind of like my responsibility and your job shouldn't be at risk as a woman by saying no shouldn't shouldn't but I'm saying if it is you have it's like you your brain is formed enough to know that it's your responsibility and nobody else's to protect you in that moment and if Mm -hmm. you go for it you're participating in the heist like right. you said right so right. that but a child doesn't know that and exactly. a child a teen doesn't know that they think yeah. that maybe that there would be consequences they can avoid by doing this or they might get generally what the person is promising mm-hmm. and, and everything will just go away and it'll be fine mm-hmm. like just don't don't rock the boat just don't upset anyone when I was a 14-year-old girl and a, and, and a grown man gives me attention, first of all, I have respect and I'm afraid and I'm not going to talk back or anything because I was just, there's like a grown person and you still just... Oh, your elders, me. respect your elders. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then I think the first time I got hit on by like an older guy, I was 14, I don't even know what to say. I'm just like, okay. <laughs> you know, I'm not in a sense of like, you still have that thing of like grown and you're a teenager and you don't know how to react, but that's how you learn. You're supposed to get older, get more self-confidence, understand you, your body, your mind. Um, and you hopefully have older influences, like older females or a parent right. or somebody around that can like help you walk you through it. But a lot of right. people just try to deal with it themselves. And then when you're 14, you think it's cool to have all the boyfriend. Now, when you turn older, you feel like, what the hell, right? I mean, that was mm-hmm. not right. Yeah. You know it's not right. And, but um, I'm 25 and I'm thinking about my 25-year-old guy friends. 
hitting on 15 year olds i'm like ew that's just so wrong so yeah, wrong. Even when i was 15 i was like yeah i'm older but even don't forget that it's sometimes a little double standard. Even a lot of women, they're older, they, they, they hook up with teenagers because they're boys or, you know, they want to try out. You don't really feel like you. But still, that's wrong. I could never imagine myself at any time to hook up with a younger guy like like that. Like, you know, a younger. Okay. Well, that, that's a that's a good segue. Let's talk about who you're hooking up with now. Uh, so with all this good <laughs> stuff happening. Yeah, that was a good one. Right. With all this with all this uh, success and fame and stuff going on and, and all the things that you've seen, what 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 are the kind of guys that are, you know, turning the head of Miss Madam in, in 2021? Well, I have to say not the best in choosing my partner. Oh, no. What like, I'm saying, I'm someone back when I was younger, let's say I was an honest. Can I say gold digger? I don't know if that's the sure, right Sure, if so, that's what it was. But, but let's say I wanted certain things, but you I was- You had honest standards. And yeah, very clear and directly, because I wasn't into like having a relationship. And then I met someone and I had a relationship, didn't work out. But then I think the first time I fell in love uh, was with a guy that I did the business together with and, and we, we made it bigger together. But in the end, you know, I went to prison. So as I got caught up in all that, so it didn't work out, but it was kind of a wake up call too. When it comes to loyalty, um, I'm a very loyal person, um, I would say, and and sometimes that just, that just doesn't come back. So na- being naive sometimes, that, that was what, what I was learning. Now, the kind of guys or men I like or would appreciate are kind people that really mean it. They want to do something in their life. I don't like lazy people like that. It just doesn't match with me because I'm always doing something. You know, I'm nervous. Yeah. <laughs> ADHD <laughs> on, on 10. Um, <laughs> So, and then just someone that wants to grow with me. Um, and that's just a little bit, and this is a little bit really hard. I want a man that is like uh, dominated, dominating, but still lets me do and trusts me that I do the right thing, but still gives me advice. So I'm a little bit domestic, but still independent. <laughs> so to find that way is someone that just that's rolling with you, like as a partner. But in return, I can be very domestic, but as well take the lead get stuff done. So that's it what was- I... It was really interesting. Right before, right before um, shit went south, um, you were in the process of like, like breaking out and going. You were gonna go clean. Like you wanted to have a, a child and yeah, I was, and, I was, and open up a, a organic food bagel truck, shop. bagel shop, a, yeah. a bagel. Yeah, like she was literally <laughs> the whole idea of this last deal was literally to go legit. Was to get out to get that well, one big chunk of money so that she could just be out. Even, That's crazy. Even, I had to go through some things, but God really guided me because in the end, the guy wasn't for me. Um, even at this point, we are cool. I mean, thank God you weren't pregnant when you went to prison. <laughs> well, I, I, we was trying to get pregnant and then I, I got locked up. I never got pregnant. Then I found out there was another baby that, that he had on the way. Oh, man. Else. So I was kind of safe. I'm like, thank you, God. And then I, yeah. So God really saved me in that one. Definitely. <laughs> because God it was... was God. <laughs> Nobody ever said God sent me to jail for the right reason. <laughs> <laughs> even, even that, I was—I had a, a bad attitude towards. I never get caught. I'm, I'm doing whatever I want to do, you know. And all these things, I had to, yeah. had to fall on front face and, and, and just get it. And then, like I said, the lifestyle I had, going to Rikers Island, going to prison, that made me waking up and being just let's say. Like, like you said, seeing things a little bit different and see, you know what, that's not the way to go. Even I made all this money, it's gone. You know, and I start from yeah. scratch at the age 26, 27 when I came home, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it, it opened my eyes, so. Well, yeah. and- oh my goodness. Yeah. 
what a hell. <laughs> well, I'm, well, I'm I'm glad he's gone. Yeah, I'm, glad he's, I'm, I'm, well, I'm happy that he's out of the paint. There's Good been a couple you. since since in Europe, and you, but you've told me that like when you get um, access, I would say the the American Dream type thing. There's an American um, way that you found attractive, right? Um, and that you don't find the type of men that you tend to be attracted to very much in Europe. No, uh, I can't say nowhere because everyone is different, right? As a person. Right. It's like here, women are very independent and do everything on themselves. And it's not that I need help, but I would like to have a partner that's a partner as well and does do their part. And, and here it's a little bit more like the women choose the guys and they just go with it and you're more like the one leading. Um, I still think picking someone up from the house for a date, opening the door, these little things, they're kind of missing here. And in the States, I have to say, they just... Yeah, they are. <laughs> and they, they, they generally look out for you. Like here, it's different. Maybe I just haven't met. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yay for American guys. Yay. Right, right. Yeah. You American boy. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Because the, the, the Trump administration is making us American men look really crappy lately. So right, thank you. Right. Well, but um, I mean, again, I have met some, some great guys. Sometimes it just doesn't work out. Um, and sometimes it does. And I just really, whenever I just turned 33. And, and every time I have an interview, someone asks me, oh, you're 33 years old. Are you married? Do you have kids? No, I don't. And I also mm-hmm. make money and have my own house and my own, I have a, a great social security. <laughs> so, but at the same time, if that happens, I'm dating, I'm getting to know someone and be vibing and it's right then. And I don't even want to do a title before that. I feel like an excuse to have a boyfriend just so you can hook up. I, I'm a grown woman. I can do whatever I want to do. Let's just be honest to each other. You know, mm-hmm. that's the way that's I go. Good and that's another. Yeah. I was gonna say I have another question, and that is, is I think this is a question because I don't know who all is listening. Um, women, men, old, young. Um, people have a, a real fear of their past screwing up their future. Right. Um, how do you explain? what you did and, and you just have to hope that magically that the guys that you're into or that the, the man that could be right for you can accept your past or your perspective because well, a yeah. lot of women that have done only fans or that have been a stripper or right. or who think that, that prostitution is you know nothing to judge and then your perspective well, the, mess up with guys I don't want to like tell everything about myself on a first date, right? But if there is social media or, you know, they want to connect somewhere on that level, I'm going to be honest. But I ask them not to read the book or read some things until they got to know me and then judge me then and read everything. It's not that bad, but I'm just saying like, I had dates that the guy uh, came on, he's like, oh, I saw on social media and this date is over. Um, whatever you did I, I cannot you know i'm a doctor or whatever i'm like okay then you're not the guy for me anyway you know um if if you cannot accept that then we don't need to continue that either because i can't change it but i'm not i'm not saying oh my god i was such a horrible person yeah i wasn't perfect but mm-hmm. um oh well can i change it now i'm not gonna lie to you though i just i just better have someone I, or even I, mother they come and buy the book and yeah <laughs> nevis i think you should put the book on the table at the first date, hand it to him, say, read this. I'll see you in a couple of days when you finish it. Or, 
come back or around. You can make let it like know. a drinking game. You can make it like a drinking game. Like you have to like pick a number and go to that page and just read that and then have a conversation about it. No, <laughs> like, no, no. Like- don't don't do that. Don't do that because then the dude is gonna get drunk. No, be sober. I want all consent. Oh. You read this book. Here here's the book. Hey, hey, listen. Uh, Nevis, I think you're like really, really hot. I love the way you look in that bikini. Do you think I can take you to dinner sometime? No problem. Here's this book. Read it. Bring it back to me like in a week. Let me know if you still want to go out. If you read the book and you still want to get down, no problem. If you read the book and you don't want to get down, give me my book back and then go away. Well, there's, there's one thing, though. A lot of people who read the book or just look at it or just look at social media, they, they're going to judge you because they don't understand the business. They don't understand the title. They don't understand anything. They're just going to say, oh, you were doing this or we're doing that. Let's it's glorified a little bit. See I think- my values, right? Get to know me and see my values because I am actually very old school when it comes to relationships and my private relationships. Um, and then other thing is business. You know, so see these two sides of me. <laughs> so I think this is, let me, let me, <clears throat> I think you knew this was coming. Sometimes this particular book, this particular book has rubbed some people wrong, right? Mm-hmm. How it was written, details in it, um, tell all books, life stories are, are tough. I'm not right. saying it's, it's easy to do. Um, because, for example, like just in this example, you could have explain, expressed more of your traditional values in the book to share mm-hmm. that there's a dichotomy, that there's two sides to you. Right. Instead, the book more like it more glorifies and fetishizes almost the business and the, I was doing this, I made the money, I, we were running and it was expensive and rich people and, and sex and drugs and prostitutes and da, 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 right? Right. So if you read the book, you don't necessarily get a feel for the type of person you really are. And if and a full book about you as a person would share more of that. Right, uh, and so, I can actually say a lot to that um, today. I got the the contract of this new studio that's just is on the way up to my lawyer now. And one of the the points is I want to rewrite this book. When I wrote it first, and imagine I have never done this before. I, I didn't have the right people around me, I guess. That's why I'm in this situation as well with the publisher. I had this writer, I talked to her for three months, and she wrote it from her perspective. What now, she thought was exciting and what she the, thought. The, yeah, that she thought that's going to sell. And, and I look very, or it sounds very arrogant in the book, how I am. And you know, I'm not that arrogant. I can be a complete biatch when it comes to someone screwing me, uh, someone disrespecting me or someone taking my money. Mm-hmm. But I'm still not that kind of person that's going to do. No, I'm not going to say that. Um, <laughs> I can't be malicious, but. It was back then. But then again, I'm a fun person. I'm a loyal person and all these things. So I, that's very true. She described me and a lot of characters in the book, not how it really is. I mean, and that's why I want to redo it. Um, and, and I rather want to go, like like I said, with this book deal comes as well a documentary and a movie. So it's just shown from a different side. And the writers I have now, they're amazing women. And I, we can go through page from page to page. And we really, she said, I want to make sure you really are comfortable and believe yeah and this is really you you know i remember when you had to read it and turn it in and they pressured her they were like you can only make three changes yeah and and you you have to approve it by tomorrow when they were supposed to give it to her three weeks before and it was just a mess so i feel for you but i also was like holy crap this is how it came out and it was hard for me to support because i was like this isn't the full real story how it should have been told and i felt bad for you and for us as friends because i wanted i always want to support my friends but the way that like it's crazy how like artistically 
things can just come out wrong. Like if somebody right. writes a, a song about someone and they mean it a certain way, but it comes right. out. Yeah, exactly. It's about the delivery. And I felt like she understood me. But again, I only had one week and she put in names that I specifically said, there's no names in my book besides the guy who set me up. I don't care about that. I made peace with that. I'm okay with that. But nobody else, there's no names in there. And, and I specifically said that. And um, so, like I said, I, I'm just going to redo it. Yeah. I'm going to make this an amazing book with an amazing writer now that is really respecting the ways how I am. And um, the movie is going to even show more, I think. Because in the movie, you can, you know. What type I'm, of movie? What, I'm what going with, hold on. I'm going with my first mind here. I say any man who wants to take you out, I say you give him the original copy. You <laughs> let him read it. I said what I said. You give him the original. Now, if he yeah. wants to still get to know you after reading that glamorized version, then he's probably worth it. But if he just looks at that glamorized version and says, nah, I'm, I'm judging a book by its cover, literally, then it, then let him walk because he's not tough enough. He can't take what's coming. I, I think the only reason I disagree is because I would I would think if I was the dude, if I could put myself in shoes of a new dude who just meets her, reads the book, I would be like, eh, she's cute, but is she deep enough for me? Is she thoughtful enough? Like, is she really just that? cut and simple of that's a, what the dates but, are for right that's but, why saying, you but that's why you go on the dates thing. and then discuss this this side right, of the no business. that's no, what i'm saying you read the book first no you, come you go back on dates and, and then discuss that side of the business no no We're no no i no i believe in putting i believe in putting your your damn near worst, worst foot, foot forward yes yes you Thank need God. to love me at my filthy gross all, all all the worst stuff about me you need to hear that stuff now like this is as bad as it's gonna be now, if you can take me at my worst, then all of this other cream stuff is for you, and it's going to be nothing but icing and good times. But here's here's me. You have to here's, dig through shit to get to the prize. Hey, it's called fertilizer. Here's no, what it's going to look like when it's all said and done. Like now, if, if if you can take it, if you can take it, I can take it. Mecca. The more thing is like a lot of guys, and especially the younger generation. Let's say they want to take um, advantage or like have a come up. So, and that's another thing that I said, I want people to, you don't have to be rich for me. No, I make my own money, but have a plan, have a goal ambition. and ambition. I, I don't feel like, like I said, I mean, there, there was a situation that was saying like, I don't understand it. Cause for me, I'm old school in that sense. Maybe it's just a guy supposed to like have it, this is his own thing. So with the book situation, I'm just going to take it day by day um, when it comes to dating as well. And now it's a pandemic. So it's, it's been a quiet time. <laughs> quiet. <laughs> Not really, but kind of. Are you yeah. a virgin in 2021? <laughs> Uh, probably not. <laughs> no, 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 no. Probably not. <laughs> probably. No, I, have, well, I met so far, but the, the, yeah. Um, and, and you can just have way more time to actually talk to a person instead of just seeing them all the time, right? So you actually can get to know yeah. them. I actually think that I've had some some much more. Some much more deeper I was going to say that much deeper conversations with people in my life and realize and I've actually come become closer with people I never expected to and right. fallen off with people that I thought I was close to right. because Same. of the pandemic because it was convenient I was like rocked to sleep by social activities right go out have drinks you think you're close but who do you actually get to know and, and stay in touch with like texts calls facetimes Right. During this time, it's actually pretty interesting who and like, it's gonna fall to the surface. If you have nothing to talk about, uh, and that happens a lot. I mean, I'm someone, I talk a lot. I mean, we both yeah. are. 
and we always have something to talk about but that's why we get along there's right. certain people they have nothing to talk so i'm like at one point it's gonna fall off anyway right it's just the interest is gonna fade um and when you see each other that's gonna be like oh you know it, it's still like you know there is someone there and then if you don't have that it's much better you can figure it out Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I got, I got nothing. I'm chilling. Every, every, nothing's really changed. I'm, I'm chilling. I got nothing. Well, you're in a great relationship where you live together, which changes which is a lot. What, which is why I got nothing. Which is the like, goal. Right, yeah, that's the goal, I think, for a lot of us, is to feel like family, feel like a partner. Like, you're uh, comfortable what, as AF with well, what, what I'm saying is I don't, I don't, I, I didn't, even before this, I didn't deal very well with FOMO. Like, I don't, I don't really have a fear oh. of missing out. So I don't really care about, and, and I don't, I never drank, I never smoked. So bonding with someone over a drink or like social, those kinds of social things has never been, has, has never You always wanted me. substance. Yeah. You always. But it's got to be deeper than, it's got to be deeper than something that anyone else can provide. There are trillions of bars in all around the world like there's nothing special about meeting up for a drink i can meet up for a drink and have ginger ale and be like so why should i stick around like who you know what i mean like that 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 means nothing to me so i i've been pandemic wise i've been kind of well, I've excelled, but it, it's kind of like socially, it's been kind of the same thing. Now I'm just not obligated to go show my faces, face in yeah. places. Right. Wow. I just, I, I think it's been good for me because I was like, actually sort of woke up. I was living, I was living in a cave known as One Oak for a long time. <laughs> I was in there. I got home. I went to bed. I went back to One Oak at some point. Um, I'm just I mad I don't get to wear my clothes. Yeah. I miss I have such. I have such yeah. nice clothes. Like. My hoodies and my sneakers and my, my Timberlands and these jeans, even these jeans, these jeans are so yes. cool. Like, look at this hoodie. This is so dope. And these jeans are like fantastic. And yeah, I can't wear them anywhere except for around the house. And thank God she likes the way I look in my clothes. Cause she- <laughs> And out of them. Out. And, um, my last question, cause I think we're about to run out of time. Um, is, is what, when do you think the movie's coming? Who do you want to play you? This is a three part question. And and what movie Angelina Jolie <laughs> and what type of of um how would you do what type of movie like is it drama is it action is it sex pose what type of, describe you know good okay first question when does the movie come out uh, because of the pandemic there's of course a lot of delays um, but I think the the documentary is gonna be the first thing that we're gonna do um, which will take a lot of time meanwhile they're already writing the script right now. Uh, so I hope this year we can at least finish the script and have some more details. But then again, funding, then they shut it down again. So it's really open. We can't know. But I'm glad to be working with the people. Uh, second of all, who should play me? Now, Angelina Jolie, love it, but she's too old. You gotta imagine, I was 20 years old when I did all this crap, uh, all this crazy story. So CGI. I did all this crap. <laughs> Ariana Grande. She could mm. fit my type because I'm 5'2", I'm petite, um, dark oh, hair. Oh, a maybe- little thing. She's oh, talking. I am. So Have I you seen look- pictures of us together? No! Yeah. <laughs> she looks like my child. <laughs> yeah, I, I come to the boobies, yeah. yeah. I reach the boobies. And uh, number three, I think it should be uh, 
a, uh, a drama but at least a lot of comedy too because the thing is this with my story i don't want to just be like because because the truth is i had a lot of fun i love the united states even i can't come back for 25 years i did a lot of fun things and and that's that should be in front as well and then the business stuff yes i made money and my dream was to make money and do something else it didn't work out like with most people so i went to jail did my time back to europe and start again and that's the inspiration and completely yeah. legal. I wouldn't even have go into the bus with no ticket. Uh, and it worked out well. So Oh, she'd buy the books now. And what do you do now? Just tell the what, what is your job now? So I have like an office job. I work in HR. I'm a headhunter um, in sales basically. I bring uh, headhunter. Right. Uh-huh. Uh, and I find people for like different different jobs and stuff. Uh, at the at the same time, I'm working on a medical cannabis business uh, that I want to do. That is very interesting. I've been working on this for a minute. Then of course the movie, book, and documentary. And yeah, there's just a lot of things that I, I still want to do. I'm just I can't stop working. I'm a hustler. I can just not sit down. Okay. Well, <laughs> so, it sounds to me like sounds to me like you you pulled the dream off. You made money. You stopped, and then you can go do something else. Well, you made the money. You stopped, and now you're doing something else. So it sounds like it worked out to me. I don't know what part you're listening to, but according <laughs> to you, that that book has a happy ending. Could you please tell people where to find you, just in case they go look? Of course. So my Instagram is at Intel Madam. It's spelled I N T L. M A D A M E in the end, uh, or my website is www.theinternationalmadam with no e in the end dot com, and Facebook is the International Madam. So just type okay. it in, and I have a YouTube channel with like different interviews. So just go check them out. We'll be and- on there sooner than later. Uh, and we now have a friend in Switzerland to go visit. So oh, I, I say we. Get our passports together as soon as this nonsense clears up and go see what it's like where they speak a bunch of languages. Yeah, definitely guys should come like a whole show over here. I'll bring yes. you to Brussels, all that. Yeah, no, no problem. I'll put you in the book bag. We'll carry you all over the place. Yeah, in the meantime, is- in between time, I'm your man, Mr. Mech. And I'm Crystal Levin. This has been the Eminem and M Show, a.k.a. the okay. show. May you live as long as you want and never want as long as you live. Do us a favor. Go get laid. Peace. Woo-woo. And happy birthday, Nevis. Peace. Thank you. <laughs> Yo, what up? This is Flex Alexander. It's your man, man, Carl Payne. And you're listening to the M&M&M Show. Okay. <laughs> we're not just a radio station. We're a movement. The all-new FUBU Radio. Playing the hip-hop and R&B hits of today and yesterday.